0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
1: Mike sealski Glenn Macnow, 94 WIP. What do you think? Jalen Hurts comes back tomorrow. Are all the problems solved? What is your level of concern moving for? Are you feeling good? Are you feeling as confident as you were a couple of weeks ago? Is it all going to come back? I'm a little nervous. I think they have played, they've, they've hit a, certainly a speed bump or a pothole. I'm not sure. Is it a speed bump or a pothole they've hit? I, I think it's more than a pothole. Okay.
0: Yeah. I, and it, I Ditch? Mean- Yeah, I think they need. uh, They're waiting for AAA to come with. uh, Okay, you know some help.
1: All right. So, how worried are you? That's what we want to know. All right. I'm worried about one thing, and one thing only, and that is the fact that there's a very good chance I owe you. (laughs) Producer Kyle Quinn and producer Dan Wilson. That's Buzz to you. Yeah, still don't understand how his name changed to Buzz all of a sudden, (laughs) but there you go. Uh, Dinner uh probably at ralph's restaurant which is always a fun place to take people for dinner because we had a stupid football bet which has certainly been dynamic this year at one point you were up six to one and i was ready to concede i think i offered to like buy you a cheap like hey, oh yeah I'll, I'll take you to mcdonald's for lunch it, If we it can was just gonna be chick-fil-a this after this <laughs> yeah, show yeah I think. yeah but no you you didn't do it and I came back from down 6 to 1 to tie it up. The parameters of the bet are kind of simple, which is I get a point every time the Eagles return a kickoff beyond the 40-yard line mm-hmm. or any punt return that goes for more than 20 yards. Correct.
0: They suddenly found the magic in this a few weeks ago. I I insist I think that you contacted Michael Clay and Howie Roseman and that you stacked the deck against me once I got off to that start and they turned their special teams around just so you wouldn't have to pay for it. Well, dinner.
1: they put Boston Scott in all of a sudden and yeah. then Boston Scott was really good. You get a point for every muffed or fumbled punt, mm-hmm. which we had a few of
0: early in the yes, year. Yes, not so many lately.
1: And a point for any kickoff return that does not get back to the 20-yard line. Correct. That's it. It's pretty basic. I'm betting on the Eagles to return well. You're betting for them to not. As I said, I was down 6-1. It got back to 6-6. Two weeks to go in the season. Momentum on my side.
0: I was staggering. I was wobbled. And And then, then,
1: first kickoff of the third quarter last Sunday. Here's what happened.
0: Here's Will Lutz to kick off. And it's high. And this is not deep. Boston Scott comes up and captures it at the 3. Out to the 5, the 10, 15. There's a penalty flag, and don't tell me this is coming back. He only got up to the 18. Tell me it's going to come back to the 9. Really good coverage by Oldies. the Saints. Receiving
1: team, number 58. Half the distance to the goal. Philadelphia keeps the ball. First time. It's
0: on Kyron Johnson. So
1: half the distance. You didn't even need the penalty. You won nope.
0: before the penalty. Just... <laughs> Insult to injury for you, Glenn. I was I was like Rocky and Rocky Two. I wasn't going to switch and go back to Southpaw. You stick with with what got you there, and I'm um, I'm throwing haymakers at Apollo Creed right now.
1: Yeah. So a stupid football bet that uh, actually got pretty interesting does remain interesting. Tomorrow is the last game. I'm going to be watching a lot of things. Jalen Hurts performance maybe more than that the return the return i'm going to be writing on de-
0: one. i'm going to be writing on deadline glenn i have to file a column the instant that game ends tomorrow i don't know how i'm going to be able to concentrate on what i'm writing yeah. because i will be so nervous and worked up about it yeah
1: game. well the good news is nick may be pulling some first stringers That's as the true. game goes on but he's not going to be doing it with special
0: teams so what happens like suppose Boston Scott returns a kickoff for yeah. a
1: touchdown. Suppose, yeah, double Brit, points.
0: Britton Covey breaks one for 45 yards. Yeah, um, you know what happens? What is happens. you owe dinner? Yeah, no, I know I owe dinner. It's just it would be, uh, it would be a sight to see one person jumping up and down in the press box. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that actually happened as as
1: you know, and I think most listeners know. You're not allowed to cheer in the press box. Oh, not at all. No. You are not allowed to wear colors in the press box. Uh, A friend of ours one time um, when uh, his hometown team was playing one of our teams in a postseason game, I'm really trying to be as Mm -hmm. unrevealing as I can, came wearing a baseball cap of that team because it was his hometown team and was told, you have to take this off in the press box. right? You can't do it. You just can't do it. Yeah. Uh, but there was one time Ray and I had the the stupid football bet, and it was on um, what's his name the Aussie punter the first Aussie punter
0: oh um, Rocca
1: yeah Rocca and it was oh god it was such a stupid bet it was how <laughs> many how many punts I think of sixty yards or more Rocca would have that season because I I'm thinking he's Ray guy and right. he wasn't no and he was s- he was a guy he was not Ray guy <laughs> he wasn't the guy either that's right. <laughs> And so uh, we're in the press box, and Ray's like six seats down from me, and Rocka boots one, and it goes, and it rolls, and it rolls. And it's like I start to get up, and and, and uh, Jeff Ash, who's the press mm-hmm. box, that punt by Sav Rocka,
0: 59 oh. and a half yards.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway.
0: And, yeah, then so Glenn, and then at that point, Glenn slumped back down into his chair,
1: uh, a beaten man. I lost that bet, but there you go. All
0: right. Uh, there's, a, there's a big question I want to
1: discuss about tomorrow and the Eagles moving forward this season. And I believe it's something that you and I share an opinion on. Yesterday or earlier this week, the Eagles coaches kind of hinted. Well, you were you were around, so mm-hmm. I, I'll I'll pose it to you as a question because I think I got this right that they're going to try to be a little more careful with Jalen Hurts? Is that what's going on? They
0: are saying that they are. Uh, Shane Steichen uh, basically admitted as much. Jeff McLean asked him, uh, you know, are you going to have to adjust the play calling at all to accommodate the fact that Hurts isn't at 100%? And Steichen said, well, if he plays, yes. Um, But, and this is the part that I think you and I agree on, there is no indication from this entire season that they will do that or that they can or should do that because Hertz is the alpha and omega of this offense. And so if you take away something that he brings to the table, you're hampering the entire flow of the offensive unit. So I would be surprised if they dialed back tomorrow against the Giants.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, they may a little bit tomorrow against the Giants because it's the Giants' second stringers mm-hmm. and you ought to be winning the game, and he's just back. However, moving forward into the playoffs— You can't dial it back. No. Here's the here's one of the ugly realities of pro football, um, and, I, and I know this is going to sound particularly crass in terms of what happened with DeMar Hamlin, and I, and I really don't want these two things to connect mm-hmm. because one is a life-threatening heart attack that, that the guy had on the field— As rare as that is, and the other is basically the players' limbs. Right. The players are the equipment in pro football. Yes. And that is not to belittle the relationship between the players and the coaches who love their players and certainly hope their players stay healthy. But the bottom line impetus in pro football is to win. Yep. And with the Eagles, it's to win now. We went into this season—I went into this season thing like, you know what? They're going to be really competitive, and they're going to make the playoffs, and they got a shot, but— They're really built for the long run. Mm -hmm. They're not built for the long run. No. They're built for now. They have so many good players on one-year contracts or the final years of contracts or kind of moving to a later stage of their career. Brandon Graham's having a great year. I'm not betting on Brandon Graham's future. No. That for most of this year, and maybe even still now, they're the best team in the league you got to win now, and winning now means you got to do whatever it takes to win now, and that means using Jalen Hurts recklessly.
0: We're used to thinking of young star athletes in every sport, including the NFL, and particularly a quarterback, as guys who are going to be around for a while, and therefore, oh, if it doesn't work out this year with Bryce Harper, it's okay. He's going to be here 13 years. The problem with that thinking in the NFL with respect to the quarterback position is that these guys don't make very much money when they're starting out in the league, and it's a salary cap league. So the fact that they don't make a lot of money allows a general manager like Howie Roseman to acquire a whole bunch more talent to put around him. So you get a situation like the Eagles have this season with Jalen Hurts, who's playing great and counting less than $2 million against the cap, you got to strike now because Eventually, one would think, you may have to pay him $30, $40, 5000000 million a year, and it becomes harder to build a great team around him. You got a great team right now, you take advantage of it. You wring every drop you can out of this kid, and if he's hurt, you know, this is the NFL. You play when you're hurt.
1: And it sounds really crass. It does. But it, it sounds is, terrible, but, but it's But it really is true. You and I looked at this like a month ago, and I wish I had saved the numbers, but we looked at the quarterbacks who have won Super Bowls or been to Super Bowls over the last, I don't remember, 10, 15 mm-hmm. years. I think it was you and I. Maybe yeah. I did it with Jody. It was you and I did it? I think it was, okay. yes. Um, and how many of those quarterbacks were on their first contracts, mm-hmm. right? And making rookie figures. And that's how you do it yeah. because you can build a team around them. You look at the teams that have veteran quarterback. You look at how Green Bay has had to scale back, how Tampa Bay has had to let guys go because you're paying your quarterback and they're going to you're paying your quarterback a fortune and they will be paying Jalen Hurts next year 35, 40 yeah. whatever. I mean maybe the year after but but, soon enough. Yeah, and he's going to make that and you're not going to be able to bring in the Bradberries and the Kaiser Whites and these guys that are really filling holes for you this year and doing it so well and you're going to have to make tough decisions. Boy, can we keep AJ Brown and Devontae Smith? Right. I don't know. That's yeah. that's that's a lot of money and, to devote
0: to that position. And how many guys are out there really who are good enough to take whatever a team has and keep them at the level that the team was when that guy was on his rookie contract. How many Patrick Mahomes are there? How many Josh Allens are there? How many Rodgers and Bradys in their prime are there? These teams will sign these quarterbacks, these contracts, and then they can't build uh, a better supporting cast around him, and you're kind of stuck. But what do you do? Do Do you let the quarterback walk away?
1: Without no, paying him? No, because the, one of the things that is very apparent is it's it's extremely difficult to win in the NFL without a top-tier quarterback. Mm.
0: Consistently, yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe the Niners that, get there this year on right. their defense, although maybe that kid is really all that, too. The The other factor, too, is that, and this is the part that doesn't get talked about on shows like this, because it's so game-centric and football-centric, is that... These franchises look at quarterbacks as the faces of their franchises. Mm-hmm. These owners want Tom Brady because he's good looking and yeah. he's he has a great story and he's married. He was married to the supermodel, and they want these guys to be celebrities because it helps them make money.
1: Yeah, and by the way, Jalen Hurts doesn't have that public personality, but right. well, Jalen Hurts fits that bill. Absolutely, he does. I mean, he is a admirable, good looking, smart, well spoken leader.
0: He's, he's a superhero, man, yeah. and and, and, and
1: he, he fits the bill.
0: Yeah, and to tie this all together, uh, one of the reasons that I think Hurts needs to come back and one of the reasons that he will help the Eagles so much when he does come back tomorrow, I think, is that he brings a measure of gravity and seriousness to the team yeah. that I think they've kind of been lacking yeah, the last I couple of too. weeks.
1: I do too. That's the leadership element. Yeah, yeah. you know. Should he carry the ball 17 times a game? Probably not. I don't think he's going to do it tomorrow. Is it going to be the plan moving forward? You bet it is. Is it going to jeopardize his health? Unfortunately, yes. you got to win now, and winning now involves Jalen Hurts doing Jalen Hurts magic.
0: I would have Jalen Hurts carry the ball in the first play from scrimmage tomorrow. just to, Just to plant the seed in the Giants' heads and everybody else around the league. I would have him carry the ball on the first play. Interesting.
1: Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. We love your thoughts on that. Coming up, we're going to talk about what really was amazingly the big story in the country this week. Well, other than Kevin McCarthy, I guess. But
0: <laughs> we're not going to politics. <laughs> no, God,
1: no, no, we are not. But the story that that everybody, whether you're a sports fan or not, followed, which is that of DeMar Hamlin. Uh, fortunately, things are looking better. And an aspect of it where I. People are just getting this wrong. People are looking at it from the wrong perspective. Mike Sielski, Glenn Mack now, Saturday morning on 94 WIP. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv.